Welcome to Let's Talk, featuring Marco Campiani and Ezekiel Cuti. I'm your host, Marco Campiani. And I'm your co-host, Ezekiel Cutin. And welcome to episode 10 of Let's Talk. Episode 10, we're back. It's, it's been hard to, to keep track of the, the podcast while well, I've been away in college and he's been doing his classes from home. Um, we even had a podcast with, with our boy JJ that sadly got got lost in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. <laughs> it's it's uh, floating out in his computer. Um, and we're back. We, I feel like, I've, at least for me, one of the, the most like stressful parts, well not stressful, like I mean, stressful to this degree of like our, our, our fun homemade podcast is like just schedule, like finding a, a, a guest and then scheduling uh, yeah. with them. And just like, even though it's like an hour, which is nothing, like just like committing to that in this point in time just seems like so uh, tedious. Um, yeah, definitely. Cause like we're all in different places. <laughs> It would be different if we were all like in Miami. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, to to sort of get around that, we're back with the original podcast format, which is no guest, just your boys Easy and Marco chopping it up. Uh, and I think we have we have a lot to to catch up on. So, so yeah. tell me how 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 are you doing? How you been? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. Um, how have I been? Well, lately, bro, literally like second semester was a breeze. Like I was vibing. And then like the week right before when spring break would have been because I didn't have a spring break. Did you have a spring break or, or was that just me? They gave us like they gave us a few like wellness days. Yeah, fucking wellness day. <laughs> yeah. No, so that week was literally like amped up to like 500 percent extra work and i was like what's going on and yeah here we are now i only have i think two or th- three three weeks left and and like it's getting to the point that you know at the end of the year when everything starts getting intense again so yeah but yeah that's me how have you been um I've been I, I I've been like all right, but like better better than I was before, like a a, a little bit ago. It's good. That's good. <laughs> um, I'm getting like, I'm getting like I'm like butt raping myself. <laughs> I've been like butt raping myself in my room in my room for like the last three months. Uh, like I've been like trying to like not smoke. And then I've also been trying to uh, stop like hitting nicotine completely. I feel you. I've been I've, I've, I like stopped watching porn and like trying <laughs> trying to go on a no fab streak. No fab, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, I'm trying to like confront a lot of things that like have a certain like stranglehold over my life, and like it's like not a walk in the park, and like definitely not. So I'm like literally just like butt fucking myself mentally. <laughs> yeah. so. Bro, that butt fucking 
is gonna be like clipped out of context and then there's just gonna be like a video of you out in the internet saying i'm butt fucking myself <laughs> nah but i feel let's, you let's say butt fucking i'm sorry i said butt raping that's <laughs> it's very insensitive i'm curious uh, i should have said butt fucking but yeah um and like now that the weather has gotten nicer um in boston it's like it's not completely there yet but like before it was just like automatic like gloom like yeah gloom guaranteed every day um gray skies uh harsh weather now it's like there was like a week of like really a really sunny week around like march 20th like till the end of march it was like really sunny and nice now it'll like go back and forth from like sunny to gloomy but at least it's not as cold as it was before so like i've been spending more time at the park because i live right in front of the boston common which is nice and i don't know it's easier there to like i mean it's it's like a lot nicer and like a lot more like a refreshing mentally to be like in the park uh, like looking at dogs running around <laughs> yeah i i totally feel that i mean who doesn't love dogs <laughs> um but um i don't know what what can, what can i say i've been uh i've been i've been i've been doing much better though on staying on track of like 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 these things that I'm talking about like the the, yeah. the and like the porn and the whatever like like these are all thoughts that I've had for like a really long time or just like uh, motivations that I've wanted to like really like stick to for a long time like I've been trying to stop smoking like trying for the last like uh, almost two years and and like this the last like couple months has been like the first like real consistent effort that i've seen for myself in the sense that like even if i even if i like smoke or like sort of like slip up on off of the track like in the past my reaction to that would be sort of like 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 the first reaction is sort of like feeling like disappointed in myself and like yeah. myself and then it, that just turned into like a fuck it like like and then it just spiraled into like smoking every day again so like i was never like consistently like falling and getting back up again it was like a lot of me like falling and like squirming around on the floor <laughs> uh now now i see myself like falling and getting back up again which is which is cool to like see and like acknowledge my progress that's great i'm i'm glad you're doing well in, in that aspect especially because like you're in boston so i mean isn't it isn't weed legal there yeah yeah it is. Um, i mean it's i mean it's getting legal almost like everywhere now but still yeah it's it legalized in new york mm -hmm. yeah i saw and um i think new york also i don't know if this is true or not but I, I saw like you follow um Trippy on Instagram, right? <laughs> they, like it's such a terrible name, but um 
they they put up like a news thingy that they're gonna start like doing psychedelic research in New York also. Really? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, and what else? Yeah, the 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 porn thing it had it it had been something that had been on my mind for like a really long time because like I mean. The first time I, I I don't remember the age where I started consistently watching porn, mm-hmm. but like, the first time I ever saw it was when I was literally fucking ten. <laughs> like not not because I sought it out myself, because like a friend of mine told like literally like it was like out of a movie like this kid just came up to me in class was like yo when you get home today go on your iPod and look up teens.com. I, <laughs> I had no idea what that was, and then like as soon as I saw it, I was like hooked. Um, so I don't know when the first time I started consistently watching porn, but it's been a while, and I feel like I feel like a lot of kids, or just people in general, but especially our age, because we sort of grew up in that era where internet porn was really like a thing. Yeah. Uh, I feel like so many kids our age are just like completely addicted to porn, like myself included. Mm-hmm. to varying degrees of course but like yeah and like it's so it's become like so normal and like so like sort of not it's 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 spoken about like amongst friends but like rarely is it ever spoken about in a context of like how is this like actually affecting us or, like yeah that's true and most people like well not most people but a lot of people when when you're like Oh, like I don't watch porn. They're like, bro, you don't watch porn. <laughs> like and I would think wrong. I would have, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, like, me too. Like a few weeks ago, you don't watch. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, like no, like porn is. I mean, in terms of just like having ex- access to like that level of like sexual stimulation just like in your pocket like yeah like that's pretty dope but, like, <laughs> it's like uh it's it's weird yeah i just saw it like sort of kind of like affecting like uh, i don't know like i had i hadn't i just like kind of like didn't have a motive i didn't have motivation to like go out and like actually like meet girls and like get to know girls and like everything became like very sexualized for me and like I, even even if like part of me could see through it and like sort of the post no clarity is kind of like it's kind of like what are you what are you even doing like yeah. like my like my brain i could just feel it getting wired to like sexualize things just because like it had certain urges that like and fantasies that it wanted to fulfill and and like i started reading a, a book called like your brain on porn and like weirdly enough just by like starting to like read that book and like hearing like other like like hearing like different because there's that book is like also has a lot of testimonies from different people with like different ranges of like addiction and Mm -hmm. just hearing like the different like lengths to which it could get i was like holy shit like i'm getting off so easy (laughs) Like I've never gotten erectile dysfunction. Like oh, yeah. I've never, I've never, because that's a big thing apparently. Like I've never like felt like I couldn't get turned on by real people. Like uh, I've never wanted to like kill myself. Like 
Damn. Like no, yeah. This intense. book, this book is intense. Like, like it goes into like real, real people's testimony because like it, it, it also spoke speaks about like a certain like group of people, which is like, uh, I don't know, certain people that like got into porn really like at its early stages, like internet porn at its early stages, and they slowly started like. You know, they, they got they, they got certain tolerance to the porn, so they just kept on trying to find like more and more yeah. hardcore and different stuff until the where, until the point where they convinced themselves that they were like they were just like they were just like there was a problem with them. Like there's there's a lot of people that like watch so much porn to the pro, to the point where they convince themselves that there's something wrong with them they're not like everybody else and these people just like in the book they called them like like hermits like people who just like hid away in like their mom's basement like jerking off and like cast themselves away from society because they felt like they were like like a too i don't know i, I feel like it comes from like a certain sense of like shame or like feeling like nobody else would understand and so they sort of like drive themselves into a hole and like some of these like the whole is like it's like intense depression i feel that so like just hearing some of those like stories like in the past i this was like a week ago sort of my like me putting my foot down and being like i actually want to put an effort to stop me um i've watched maybe like two or two or three videos in the past like week which is like if you know me like that's astronomical. <laughs> no, you can't you can't quit cold turkey. That's the thing. Like, it's like super fucking hard. I've tried, and it's like near impossible. And like, I mean, the thing, the the thing that the book recommends is like, because like, I mean, it's one thing, it's one thing to like quit porn, and it's another thing to like do no porn and no fab street. <laughs> but uh, but like, like I've been like. If if at one point I really wanna, I really wanna jerk off, um, I just I try to like fantasize about something, yeah, uh, just to like avoid because like if I I feel like the mass no masturbation is harder than the no porn. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, but yeah, what, what, what were you saying? No, I was just gonna say that like I feel with porn, like it kind of desensitize. Uh, it's kind of like not realistic at all. You feel me? Like, it's like these fucking scenarios, like, oh, like the fucking pizza guy or like uh, the fucking, the stepsis is like stuck in the laundry machine or some shit. Like that shit, when you like consume so much of it, like I can totally understand why like some people just wouldn't get turned on like in real life. Cause like you're making all this shit that's just like completely unrealistic and like just not reality like you're making that your reality if you're watching that like every day and then like obviously like like a normal girl like isn't gonna turn you on it, it, it kind of makes sense yeah so so the, the, i mean but it's been really interesting like as much as it is like like uh like i said like me butt fucking myself like it's really tough right now just because i'm in like uh, I'm in like I'm climbing the first hill in a sense, uh, and so, so like a lot of it just seems really unclear and like yeah, uh, 
I often just feel like completely like a, um, like disoriented with like where I'm going and like where to step. Um, but but like at the same time, it's been really interesting like exploring these things and like then I could like bring it like bring it up here and like talk about it with you and like I'm also doing my final presentation for like one of my classes about like internet porn just because like I don't know it's relevant to me right now and like it's something that like is interesting yeah and that's definitely I mean there usually aren't many like final projects I don't know what classes is for but just generally there's usually not many projects on porn so (laughs) that's definitely like gonna catch the professor's eye yeah no he 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 liked it Um, it, it's like a speech class where your final speech is like uh, just like you have to like you have to sort of give like a TED talk mm. about a topic and like sort of like you know like do the informative side and then the persuasive side and like a call to action of like what what are you trying to like convince these people to do right action I guess and I don't know like a lot of people are doing like I don't know like uh, climate change like the U.S. prison system like very very like not everyone but a lot of people are doing very macro issues which like yeah totally like, people need to tackle those ma- macro issues but i feel like I- i'm interested in like these micro issues that have a macro effect like these ma- i mean it's sort of to a certain extent it is a macro issue but it's it lies within each individual it's like it's one of it's just another one of those like compulsive things that distracts all of us to a certain degree and like takes time away from what we could be doing or like focusing on these like other bigger issues because like i mean like that that's what a lot of my semester has been has been like trying not to be totally submissive to the com- the compulsive like habits and thoughts that have been like sort of uh, engraved into yeah I mean that's good for you bro because that's like where when you start doing that like you kind of take control of your life and you also have so much more time to do like other shit like it's pretty crazy I I tried no fap I'm still trying it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard bro like I'll get urges of course like I'm human but yeah it's definitely like helped a lot like I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna like never jerk off again. Like yeah. that's not what I'm going for. But like hearing also just testimonies from like people in the book who've like done no fab streaks, and like the certain like legend, like like the mythical superpowers that you get, <laughs> like the yeah. level of like clarity that you achieve. Like I'm interested to see how much of that, like is, how much of that is real. Like I mean, yeah, how much of that is real, and then like also like i don't i don't necessarily like i'm not super um like i don't i i the my masturbation habits up until this point well they got they got ramped up since i said like i wasn't doing weed i wasn't doing that i wasn't doing other things that distracted me my porn and like masturbation usage just like skyrocketed and then i'm like bro like if I'm not doing these other things, I'm just replacing it with this. I'm like, yeah. well, this one out of there too before it's too late. Um, but 
like so i just like want to reset my my brain and i feel like the no flap street can help do a little reset so then i could like enjoy a healthy uh, beating of the meat <laughs> on the occasion uh, without without feeling, um, like it's like the only thing I <laughs> I love I love all this shit's going on the internet. <laughs> Someone's gonna find this useful. No, I don't. I don't. I have no doubt in my mind that that will happen. But like, I don't know. Like the 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 side of me, the side of me that like likes to hide in the shadows just out of like fear of judgment or like. Um, the side of me that like rather people not know uh, like hears me saying this shit like and like goes like bro what are you doing <laughs> um, but but dude that's why I love this podcast and we need to we need to keep it up bro we, we gotta start doing more Marco easy yeah more Marco easy 100% yeah um <laughs> so uh kind of quick in quick uh change of topic but um now that it's like getting kind of nice like in boston you said are you finding like tend to go outside and just like i don't know like draw or sketch or just like i don't know be inspired because i would i would be totally doing that shit yeah i mean um a thousand percent like I, cool. i've been doing that's like that's like as much as like that's like as much as I've been doing just like sketching a little bit of journaling mm-hmm. and I mean I've been like trying to start journaling for like almost a year now and it's been like an on and off process but I've been more consistent with it lately and like I don't necessarily like believe in like manifestation per se but like things that I've written in that notebook. It's I like, I, I, I don't, I, I have a, I had a certain experience that I don't really want to like speak on directly, uh, just cause it's kind of private, but like, I literally wrote something in that notebook. It happened? It happened like five days later and it wasn't something, it was like the most unexpected. I, I can, I can share a little bit with you, uh, post podcast, yeah. but like, literally like, like word for word, like I like literally like sent, I sent an invitation through like my notebook through what I had written <laughs> and like the invitation was received and like accepted and like, but like, you know, like it wasn't, and I was like, holy shit, like, I don't know what this means. I don't know. I don't know. Like this doesn't necessarily prove anything. The only thing that it, it shows me is that like, it's I, I need to keep writing in this book I need to keep yeah. I need to keep just putting whatever I'm feeling in the book um, which which has That's been crazy. which has been really cool and I'm also like like I made a page like no fop streak and I'm gonna <laughs> put a little yeah, like, they, they, they won they two <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, like also just I've been using it like if I get like I still, I, I still like, cause like in the past, it's like I get a boner and like my brain goes like boop, like you know how to get rid of it, like go watch porn. 
now like i don't do it every time but like i get a boner and like i go into the notebook and i'm like i really want to jack off right now <laughs> you don't let other people see that notebook dude <laughs> yeah bro dude somebody finds my notebook they can reform your phone <laughs> yeah we got this guy in 4k <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um but but yeah, no, like the doodling is really fun also just cuz like I don't know, like I'll go to class and like I'll start drawing what the classroom looks like and like the feeling the like like and like the feeling of like being in that class kind of um Or like I'll just draw random stuff. Here. Let me let me show you some of the stuff. Oh, there's there's one that I made that I was so proud of the other day. <laughs> But wait. Um. So let's see. Up until I remember when we saw each other in Miami. I remember what I showed you, and yeah. then. I when I got back I like you know how Sebastian showed us his his notebook too. Mhm. And his is very like Sebastian Loring for anybody who doesn't. His note his sketchbook is very like character based which yeah. I I love. Yeah. And like he has like I don't know it'll be like an individual character like 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 a few different characters from the same species or like the same <laughs> the same clique and like they all have like sort of like you can you can really feel the personality and like mm-hmm kind of the vibe from just the drawing so I started trying to do some character drawings uh, <laughs> this this guy <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know who he is but right next to it is a question that's like who is he? <laughs> you know that's like such a thing that you would draw like <laughs> I don't know that's just um wow Describe, describe it to the audience who can't see it. Okay. So it's a super kind of like built is is that a donkey or is it like I have no clue. Okay, kind of donkey looking guy but like standing on two feet with a snout. He has a he has a huge snout. He's wearing a a tie. Um he has a walking cane and it, is he wearing like are those like pajamas? It's like they're supposed to be like a trench coat. Oh, okay, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, that is a very particular fellow. All right, we got some some aliens. Oh my god, and some robot. Wait, is that like a what are those called? Like the the half robot half horse? Yeah, a robot centaur. That's hilarious. <laughs> Those are pretty cool. Oh, I drew a, a flashlight that's crying <laughs> because of the trauma after being uh uh sexually accosted for so many yeah. That's uh, tough, bro. Yeah. Um, this is like a skater kid that I met at the park. I got the vibes. I like the shading. Uh, 
This is a portal test. <laughs> My guy is looking like out of this dimension. He's like distorted. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you've been busy. This is my class. Pretty and cool. Detail. And then this one, I was so, so proud of. Do you know what Oris Boris is? Mm -hmm. uh, for the audience who doesn't know, Oris Boris is sort of like, uh, uh, like a sort of like a very common, like metaphorical image in like philosophy and just like, it's like a snake eating itself. I'm sure you've seen it. It's like a circle, snake eating itself. Yeah. And it's like a, a visual paradox in a sense. And it's called Oris Boris. And so what I drew is a, a dick sucking itself. <laughs> and I called him Oral Boris. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then I drew an Oris Boris next to him and he goes, uh, at least I'm not sucking my own dick. And <laughs> Oral Boris goes, you don't even have a dick, Oris. <laughs> That's a, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> oh, I like this one. I like that one a lot. It's like a, gives me like alien magician kind of vibes. No drift on a motorcycle. Love. Yeah, you're definitely getting better, bro. Like, oh. Hey, can you see what it says? Um, oh, moon diving. And Dude. it's like, yeah. I had a crazy ass fucking dream where I went skydiving off the moon. What? <laughs> That's fucking dope. And yeah, it was. And like, it was like really vivid. Um, and like, the feeling of being on the moon was literally like, I just remember like, I didn't even care. That, like, the the whole diving and like flying through space back onto Earth was like really scary and like not that fun but just like being on the actual moon and like almost like meditating on the moon. Like I remember my dream, it felt like so, I don't want to say ethereal because like, I feel like that's such a weird, um, like inconclusive sort of yeah adjective, but like it felt super ethereal, like super just like, like my body was sort of like, a, like, almost like uh, vibrating with everything else and, like, that's and, awesome and i remember like i don't know who else was there oh yeah it was like my friends armando and george that were like calling me like yo we're going moon diving <laughs> and i went on the moon and like yo come lay down on the moon uh and then once i once i got off the moon my one thought was like oh shit like my boy tyler is gonna get so pissed that i didn't tell him because <laughs> he loves skydiving <laughs> oh god i was like in my dream i was already thinking of like <laughs> the, the excuses i was gonna tell him like not really excuses but like i was gonna like yo like like george called me out of nowhere and we just ran it like i didn't really have time to call you it, it, it's funny how like that those end up being part of our dreams too just like yeah because <laughs> yeah sometimes you don't even like 
know you're in a dream. I've never had a dream like that. Like there was one time I had this dream, bro. I was like in in the like in Miami, like downtown area, and I was on this like super tall building. Like I was super, I was on the roof. I was like super super windy, and like I could like literally feel the wind. Like I don't know how it was like. I was literally there, but I wasn't. I was asleep, and then, like, I don't know what made me do this, but like, I extended my arms a little bit, and bro, I just start flying in the Miami skyline <laughs> for like five seconds. Then I got too excited and woke up. Oh, dude, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um. It was pretty cool though. It makes me think that. Dude, like, dreams are so weird. How you can like dream these things. Like, do you think that's what the moon actually felt like? Like, what that if that's the actual feeling of being on the moon? Because like, how does the brain produce that? I mean, I have no clue. But like, it's our 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 brain. Our brain. I mean, it, from what I've come to understand, our brain just like sort of projects certain things like. Like I've done cocaine in my dreams before. I've never done cocaine in real life. Right. I doubt the the feeling that I got from being on cocaine in my dream is anything like real cocaine. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, but like I I did salvia in my dream one time, like before I ever did salvia. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like it was not. I mean, like yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't accurate to. It was still like it's still. It just sort of takes whatever preconceived notions and like thoughts that you have or beliefs that you have about it, and like make that into the experience. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like when I did cocaine. Like, I mean, like I've never really been interested in cocaine. It's just not. It's just not the kind of drug that like or experience that I'm necessarily drawn to. Yeah. But one of the main reasons that it's that I'm scared of it or like I'm scared to be around people that are doing it not like scared like oh I'm shitting my fucking pants and like I need to get out of here but like I'm uneasy just because yeah I haven't been around too many people who do cocaine so my, the majority of me seeing cocaine is on movies yeah and in movies there's a lot of like overdoses and like just like because it's a powder and because you never know exactly what's in it, I feel like I never, I and since I know nothing about it, I can never tell what dosage is what and like what's dangerous and what's crossing the line. So it's like, since I'm not knowledgeable about it at all, my brain is just like, yeah, I, I'd rather not even try just because I would already freak out based on like the dosages. I'm like, so when I did it, I remember just being concerned about how much I did and my heart was just racing like boom, 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 boom. And like, I was just like, oh shit, I did cocaine. Do you have any experiences like that where you've done something? I mean, yeah, I did super weird, but like I literally in a dream went to Peru and did ayahuasca like in a dream. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was like in the middle of quarantine. Like my my dreams during quarantine were like top notch. Like I was dreaming the craziest shit. So yeah, I went to 
went to <laughs> Peru by myself. <laughs> Fucking stayed in like some random guy's apartment and went to the rainforest and did ayahuasca. I don't know how like that happened, but it did. And I mean, like, I didn't trip in my dream. That imagine tripping in your dream, bro. That would be crazy. I mean, I, I, I've tripped in my dreams before, but like, not like. Well, I did that salvia trip one time, which mm -hmm. was. I mean, it was it was kind of weird, but like, um, I've tripped in the sense that, well, like a lot of my dreams back in the day, they don't happen too often now all revolved around me being baked as fuck like dragging because <laughs> like that's that was always just something that like my mom sort of like imprinted in my head in a sense because she was like concerned and just not driving high right like, what would happen if you got because i wasn't a citizen also right now i, I am a citizen but like yes, sir. she'd always be like don't drive high don't drive with weed like like I, like she was also concerned because she said that like the Trump administration was less forgiving and like and just like kick, kick you out and like, I don't know to what extent that's true but like that's what she was saying and like regardless of whether I believe it or not like those like her fears got imprinted onto me and they expressed themselves through my dream and then sometimes I'd be so high in my dream that like it didn't even feel like I was hiding like, it just felt like I was literally like tripping balls and like my body was almost like like I couldn't I was like, I wasn't paralyzed in the sense that I couldn't move, but I was paralyzed in the sense that like, my body just felt like it was tripping sock. And I remember one time I like, in the dream, I cried, like rear-ended a car and then I just started tripping balls and I literally like limped. I like, I was all limp and like, I just like squirmed out of the driving seat into the back seat. And I was like, yo, one of you motherfuckers get in the driver's seat right now. I'm tripping balls. <laughs> That was funny, bro. Was, was it like a squirm, like the Leo DiCaprio squir squirm in The Wolf of Wall Street? You know, and he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, less less noises and less, <laughs> less facial expressions, but the same just like trying to like use like different parts of your body weight to like get to where you're going without using your limbs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, something... To, to sort of shift the topic that like I thought was interesting was I I hung out with some kids in Miami in the key a couple of weeks ago when I was there and it was like kids that like I like, typically wouldn't have hung out with um, or like hadn't hung out with in a really long time um, and it surprised me because one of them told me that they had listened to like basically like every ep almost every episode of Let's Talk. <laughs> So then just driving and like throw it on, which like I thought was like, well, A, really cool and interesting uh, because, like, you know, like we post it, like, we don't know, like, what the yeah, we don't, is. yeah, we don't know who's like really who's gonna just see it because I feel like it also has to, to do with when do you see it. That's true. There are certain people that like will just see it in the moment when they, when they have, if they have the time, and there are certain people that are like. I'd say more interested and in like maybe they like log it in their heads or like they go on Spotify and they're like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this later. Um, but he was like, he was, and then he was telling his his friend who didn't know I had a podcast, and his and he goes, his friend's like, oh, you have a podcast? <laughs> this kid goes, yeah, bro, like, like 
like it, it's so fried. <laughs> like, how, like, like, no, no. He was like, no, no, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. He's, I would say like 30% of the shit, or like 35% of the shit is absolute French fry. <laughs> and then 65% is good. 65% is good. And I was just there like, yeah, yeah, I, I'll take that. Like, <laughs> I, I could agree. <laughs> I remember a couple months ago somebody telling me that like yeah like the podcast is like really funny but like not in the way that you want it to be funny (laughs) (laughs) I was like bro I I mean whatever whatever works I mean CEO of comedy yeah I mean I'm sure I'm sure different people have different perceptions about different things and like I don't know maybe somebody who knows us more can understand where we're coming from or like yeah. I don't know like like y- y- yes like what we're saying here is like serious to a certain degree but it's also it's also not it's like we're just like talking because yeah. we're here and like letting the, f- the, f- the thoughts flow thre- freely exactly and so like certain people might just think we're like taking ourselves for real the whole time I feel like I feel like there's a certain like I mean to when, when I hear those those comments like part of me does get offended like because I'm like fuck you like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like 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 who the fuck like I don't know but like a part of me like well a understands that like I mean yeah I'm sure like part of what we say sounds like absolutely stupid and then part of what we say is like, but like part of me knows that like, there's like a lot of merit and like, or a lot of like, I mean, at least like for me, like self-respect and like allowing ourselves to speak freely without like a filter, without like thinking of like, who's gonna think what, like, yeah. how are we gonna get judged based on this? So like, like I wanna make sure that that remains like the core of like our podcast is like, just us like chopping it up doing our thing yeah yeah doing our thing yeah Uh, yeah that's it but but yeah like it's it's been really cool just hearing like the people that uh listen to it even even though we're not we're not trying to make this like like we're not trying to scale this podcast in any sense like at least for right now that's at least that's not my intention yeah i mean i just want to keep making these honestly like i don't really care who listens i mean the more the merrier obviously but like it's not it's not like the main goal but like it gives me confidence that like whenever i do do something that like i want to scale or like something that i want to make like um that i wanted to like i mean everything that i'm gonna do is gonna be for fun like that's going to be at the core of it but certain things i'm going to be trying to you know spread them as far as and wide as i can make sure i can get the largest audience possible making sure that it can it can see uh light of day in parts that i would have never imagined so like this is kind of like a certain like introduction to like what that could be like and like if we wanted to i feel like we could try to scale it. Like, yeah, we, we definitely could. 
if like we were actually passionate about like like I love I love when we're, when we're here I love podcasting when I'm not here I'm like fuck gotta do podcast yeah no I feel the same way but um <laughs> no it's super fun just just so like the people listening get some fucking idea like we we have like I don't even know how many listeners and I don't really care but like the anchor like the the system that we use to like upload this like tells us like the geographic location of like most of our listeners and obviously like most of it is in the US but then we have some like random ass places like we have fucking the Philippines we have 1% and we have like Portugal we have fucking <laughs> Australia I'm like how like I don't know any like Australian or like any of those people like how does that even happen <laughs> um and uh let's let's segue this into the our summer project okay i don't think i don't think a single person on the team has like done anything in the in the past uh, three weeks which is all right that's fair uh, it's it's uh, and I, i mean as as a person who initiated i've initiated it i feel some certain sense of like responsibility to like i mean it's not it's our project but like i don't know since i'm the initiator i feel like one person needs to step up and like be like the person that's like moving forward just like not just just so like like i mean it's like if nobody's doing every anything everyone feels sort of comfortable not doing anything Yeah, that's true. But yeah. if if there's one person sort of like trying to push it forward, then everyone else is like sort of gets their own motivation out of sense of like accountability and like also uh what's it this other word? Um, competency like being a competent like a uh, uh, teammate yeah. like a partner and then also just like I mean like I don't know when anybody sends anything in the group chat that they're making that they're thinking about like i feel like it inspires at least for me it inspires me and so uh, it does got to get back on the horse very soon but um do you want to do you want to uh talk a little bit about about what we're doing yeah so basically uh you and me and uh Sebastian Luring and Emma Kupia were um we're going to be embarking on this project called Project Horizon we're basically going to be doing a couple of shorts like short animations on this um program called Blender and uh I think honestly I'm super excited cuz like um we obviously don't all think in the same way but we're all like in the same wavelength kind of like we we all think differently but we complement each other and like I'm actually I'm really excited to see like how we work like as a team because we haven't really started working yet. but um yeah i mean now i have to get on my on my shit i have to start actually grinding blender um obviously like <laughs> uh <laughs> i haven't been doing it you're right absolutely last 3 weeks no but um you know what you just inspired me to get on it tonight do a quick little hour hour 30 minutes you know it's yeah. not a lot but it's got 
I mean, the ball rolling. I feel like I mean, I, I mean, at the beginning we weren't we we were all do. I feel like a lot of us. I mean, we we're doing like a little bit every day, which is like, I feel like the most important thing. Like it doesn't have to be everything in one day. Like I feel like we need to get back on that like consistent yeah effort. Um, I saw this fucking like DMX quote. Hmm. Cause did you see what happened to DMX? Yeah, yeah, so sad. Um, but yeah, this I saw this cool DMX quote that had like a lot of a lot of wisdom. Hmm. Here, I'll, I'll come back to it once it goes. Um, but yeah, we're well, we already embarked. We we embarked about a month, over a month ago. Um, because I mean, I don't know if we already. Me- oh, maybe we mentioned it in the JJ podcast, and like that—that's why I think I talked already talked about it. But yeah, that never came uh, out though. Rip. Yeah. Alright, sorry, JJ. We'll yeah. come back. Uh, but basically, like, I was just like struggling to figure out what I wanted to do in the summer, and like, I'm a film major, and like, I was like, oh, should I get a fucking like internship should i try and like get on set somewhere should i try and be like a production assistant like there's a lot of options and it all really depends on like what would be the kind of experience that you think is the best fit for you and like um part of me was just like told me to like do do my own shit and like make a project and like have that be my job um like my own project and i called sebastian got him to clear his summer for the most part and get on board and then and then randomly he was like oh like easy and am i want to involve them in the project and i was like i was like i was like easy i was like what, what does easy do and he was like right now not necessarily much but like i'm very interested in seeing like what he can do and i was like makes sense makes sense because uh, because like he had given you that one like blender lesson and you saw like how inspired you were and, yeah uh we wanted to see what, what you made up and i at first i was like i was just confused just because you hadn't you would never really like express interest in that kind of stuff before like you had expressed interest as like an audience member yeah but necessarily as a creative so i'm very and and since then, like just seeing like the little like the, the other day when you sent me the, the sketch of the Milky Way, <laughs> like you don't know how happy that made me. <laughs> I Milky Way. <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, um, just like seeing how like I don't know how like you plant the seed, even like. Like how just like seeing the seed grow and like seeing it like being nurtured uh, is like awesome. And like my and like uh, and like Sebastian planted the seed for sketching within me. And so like and and then like now Franchi is like telling me that he's sketching all the time. Awesome. And like he was like, oh like I want you to know like, you brought that out of me. And I was like. I was like, thank, like I, I, I appreciate you letting me know. But it's funny how it sort of trickles, 
trickles through different yeah. people. Uh, so many seeds. Uh, do you know the page Hidden and Why? Uh, no. <laughs> Should I know it? I mean, I don't know. It's it's some like it's like a very relevant in like the sort of world of like streetwear culture design sort of like hidden dot and why like it's it's almost like a it, it does a lot of different things the hidden and why page is like a mood board where he just posts like it's like fashion architecture design um like iconic like just things that have to do with like modern like uh culture and then also just like he likes to look in the past too so it's like it's like hidden his thing is past present and future so he's into like he's into everything um, with that i'm gonna follow follow and he's he's anonymous nobody really knows who he is oh dude that's awesome i i follow a page like that too and like it's so cool to see like all these like super just like dope shit to see on your feed and like you don't even know who they are also follow oxywave that one's that one's super low key, but it's so fire. I following it right now. But yeah, this guy he does like he does like the hidden and wise a mood board. Then he has like he has like uh, one specific, uh, a page specific for his he makes clothes. Then he has like um, a website that you can sub- subscribe to for like articles. Um, but yeah, so I found the DMX quote. And it's just DMX and said, when I first started growing orchids, I thought they needed the most expensive soil and lights. That's when I realized that all they really needed was time and attention. And like, it's such a, it's it's it's, it's, it's not anything like necessarily groundbreaking, but it's one of, it's like, it's one of those just reminders. Like it's one of those things that we can hold on to sometimes for a little bit and then we forget it and like just like being reminded that it just feels really refreshing that's actually it's pretty profound like yeah it's it's simple kind of gives me like um like like zen vibes because zen is like very simple it's not like complicated that's that's fucking that's awesome that he's he had that quote you know i, I honestly would not have expected that from him but yeah i'm really excited to just get home and start like grinding on this project um yeah it's like i already did it once and like it's almost like a drug like it's like it's just like you dive into a project and then once you start just like the i don't know like I mean, when I did the last project, I had a certain sense of like deadline and like accountability to other people. Mm-hmm. Like um, now, it's just gonna be interesting to like grind just because we only have the summer to make it, and we want to make something really cool. Um, yeah, pretty. I'm pretty hyped about it too. Yeah, it's um, gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be like. I'm not totally sure what we can do since we've never done something like this before, like in the time that we have, but our, our, our like plan right now is to make like uh, about like, like five, our goal is like five short, like 
minute and a half to three minute episodes that kind of stand on their own um kind of like a a black mirror uh, like the black mirror concept where each episode is just like its own thing but there's like a common thread of like i mean in 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 black mirror like the thread is sort of like very like existential very like uh, i don't know a lot of them almost seem like philosophical what ifs like yeah like you're in a philosophy class and somebody starts like well what if this and like what would happen if that and like they really immerse you and like try to get as like nuanced as possible all like the implications of those things and i'm not really sure what what our common thread is yet i'd say it's just like it's just very i'd say it's very imaginative it's very it's absurd to a certain degree yeah um yeah i would say it's absurd if we had to label it i think it's and i mean maybe it, like i have trouble grasping like the comedic side of things when you're when i'm like the actual like creator because i don't know how my comedy will be perceived but like it's a very it's a very like underlying comedy like it's not like i'm making stuff that's just like gonna make people laugh like it just like it the whole the, the way it all just like comes together i feel like each one is just like yeah. funny, funny like, <laughs> um Uh, out of out of the ones that you remember and without revealing too much which are like a couple of the ones that you you would vote on right now or like that you're like most excited about mm. like, to, to make well the ant one definitely yeah. um i think the the shower thought would be hilarious like fucking it's too funny like i need to see that like right now um <laughs> we obviously need um this isn't really one of the topics but like we need a frog that's like i i i really like the 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 last the one that emma that emma brought up yeah eating yeah uh, that one i i like if we can like we don't have like just like based on the visual that she drew which was incredible and like mm-hmm. just like the basis of what it is if we can co- make that into one coherent like story like i'm i'm sold um yeah i really i really like the the 4D museum yeah uh, yeah that one that one i'm cuz like i mean in my head it just seems very like it seems like challenging to make and like challenging to make it like i don't know it, it seems like a challenge and like something that i don't even have fully grasped yet but it's a good challenge though yeah yeah i'm like like if we could and then like you remember how it ends like with the with the with the janitor yeah <laughs> like that I, like if we can pull that off like I love that one. Yeah. There were some other ones. Uh, yeah, we need to get back on because bro, some of these ideas are so good that like we need to actually develop them in order to know which ones are. Yeah. In. Yeah, like put on a little 
like we have the general idea but we need to like fill in the lines a bit like the 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 space the space rave like <laughs> yeah. like that could be dope like i mean like i love it but like it needs to be in my vein needs to be like we need to find a story there and then yeah so like there were some ideas that i had like the 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 self-aware unreliable narrator like if 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 i can write something like to, to that like uh, in yeah. that, that like i don't know there's a lot of i'm surprised with how many interesting things we were able to come up with yeah i mean we've done we've done some brainstorming for sure and we we obviously like we still can come up with new ideas and then wait, I wanna I wanna share I wanna share with the audience the, an idea that I had that like I'm gonna eventually too but like mm-hmm. I just Sebastian Sebastian told me it didn't seem it seemed more fit for like live action like a live action skit than an animated skit which I kind of agree with which was the 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 super this the the super douchebag one. Uh, okay, so let me let me paint paint y'all the picture. So, so it, it starts so like it starts off with a kid playing in a park by himself with his mom watching to the side, and he's playing in the a part of the park where it's like it's just like concrete floor and there's fountains on the ground with like like water just like water spouts that like shoot up water. Like I'm sure we've all played in those as kids. Um, and so it's this little kid playing in the the water spout thing just like splashing around and it's kind of like cutting from like you know it's like kind of like a montage of a kid having fun and then we see that the mom is like to the side on her phone not really paying too much attention to a child then boom kid gets snatched (laughs) like kidnappers running with the kid like in his arms he's screaming the mom's screaming the mom's running boom Robert runs into something and falls, and the kid falls on the ground too. Like, uh, what? Like a, a a sort of like um, fuller shot reveals what he ran into was a superhero, and the superhero is now holding up uh, the kid. Uh, like he's cradling the kid, and then he's holding up the the kidnapper by like the shirt, and. The mom goes up to the superhero, like very thankful, like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, um, like, how can I repay you? Whatever. She's just like very like in the moment, like frantic, just like appreciative. And imagine the superhero kind of like floating in the air, but like, at, like kind of a distance. And then like, he goes like, like, hold, hold up, like, like slow your roll, lady. And then he looks at, he looks at the kidnapper and he goes, how much were you going to charge her? Like, how much were, how much were you going to charge her for the ransom? And the kidnapper goes, like, a, a, a 100K. And so then he looks back at, at the mom and he goes, this guy was going to charge you 100K. I'll give him to you for 50K. And, uh, and the mom's just kind of thrown off because this guy looks like a superhero, but that's just kind of like a, a completely... A, misguiding like sort of like like just the fact that he has superpowers she just and like is dressed like a superhero she just thought he was a hero when in reality he's just 
a guy with powers that tries to like just like profit off of these little situations and so then the mom's like what the fuck do you mean 50k like give me my fucking kid back like 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 what are you even like talking about she's just confused because she still sees a hero and can't process that just because he's dressed like a superhero doesn't mean that he do, he's not like uh, ethically or like morally corrupt <laughs> and and then so then he starts like bargaining between the mom and the kid and like he's just trying to make a dollar and then i don't know how it ends yet but i want him to give the kid back to the kidnapper and the kidnapper gets away with the kid has <laughs> <laughs> definitely um definitely out there like i've never heard of that plot <laughs> like a morally incorrect superhero i mean i guess you kind of have a bit like in the movies uh, it's kind of inspired by the boys to a certain degree have you seen oh that? yeah i feel you i've watched a few episodes of the boys it's pretty boys. good okay but like it's kind of inspired by that idea that like uh, just like the bait and switch with like images and what like because with visual storytelling like you have to be you have to be like aware of like the images that you choose and how they'll be perceived because like different people have different ways of like like i don't know like the whole the whole example of like oh what do you see when you like when i tell you to picture a house um i mean we all have different houses in our mind but i'm sure like the general consensus of people like there's a certain house that like there's a general consensus about like the house that you learn to draw when you're a kid and it's like a box and a fucking triangle over the top house <laughs> and like with superhero i'd say or like i mean a guy a, a muscular guy in like a, a fancy suit and he's flying yeah superhero but i mean they're just playing with expectations but like um <laughs> which is which is like pretty simple but like now i'm starting to get into it it's just fun it's just like fun experimenting with like different ways you can do it yeah. and i feel like the superhero one is an interesting um the boys is dope i love the boys yeah i got to i got to watch more i've been like bro i cannot commit to like a show like it's bad bro i'll be like bouncing around but I have, I have commitment issues, bro. Like I, I watched like four episodes and like I really liked it. And then I started watching Mr. Robot, and then I really liked that one too. And then I started watching like, bro, I'm like watching five shows right now. You fucking whore. Yeah, I'm a show whore, I guess. <laughs> uh, but bro, I, I, I have to, I have to go. But for sure, it was. was dope catching up and uh, reviving let's talk yes sir and i mean let's not i mean let's still have a sense of like um of like let's try to get guests maybe maybe let's do like one more one more just let's talk between us two yeah and and then start thinking about a guest but yeah let's like let's let's keep for sure and like if we can't get a guess like it's fine yeah 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 all right um 
song and movie of the day. Marco, you haven't gone in a while. Yeah, let me let me see what's up. listening to too much oh um fuck fuck um uh my song of the day is I watch Chef you know I'm movie Chef <laughs> with Juan Favreau I watched it for like the 11th time the other day <laughs> cause like for some reason I always end up in situations where someone's like Yo, have you seen Chef? I heard it's good. And I was like, throw that shit on. <laughs> like, I could rewatch that movie at the end time. Um, and their soundtrack is fire. And I've been listening to I Like It Like That, which is like the song that like Cardi B sampled for like I Like It. I think that's what it's called. That's pretty dope. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a vibe and Cardi B is not on it, which is <laughs> fucking saved the song. No. I, I doubt any Cardi B fans listen to her shit. So. <laughs> you probably the wrong place. Uh, that's my song of the day. And my movie of the day is. Oh, let me think. Oh, my movie of the day is Where the Wild Things Are. Um, I'm sure you've all either read the book and seen the movie when you were a kid. Not too many people, like, have seen the movie recently, and I urge you to, like, go back to it because. Like the reason I went back to it is just because I was like, I was watching a, a lot of uh, Spike Jones movies, uh, which is one of my f like, well he's now one of my favorite directors. But when I was first like exploring like his filmography, I saw Where the Wild Things Are amongst that, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I kind of remember this movie, and like I remember liking it, but like I, it seems like. Well, like, it's like on the surface, it's a kids movie in, in quotation, air, I'm doing air quotes. Right. It's, a, it's a kids movie. So I was like, I mean, it makes sense because Spike sort of dips in to dips his toes in a lot of different things. Um, but I was like, what the fuck? So when I rewatched it, like a lot of, I mean, I'm sure a lot of movies have, are capable of like connecting you to your childhood and sort of immersing you in that like childlike sense of wonder mm -hmm. but one of the most su successful movies that, that I've experienced like that's done that to me is Where the Wild Things Are and it's kind of like a Fantastic Mr. Fox is Fantastic Mr. Fox-esque in the sense that like on the surface it's a kid's movie like you take your kids to see that in the movie theaters but like any adult can leave out of that place like either crying or like also just like feeling like really fulfilled by what they had just seen. Like it's something that 
it's not something for kids that you just turn your brain off and you're like oh. like <laughs> that shit is deep like it's very like it's it it explores a lot of different like very intense human emotions through through a kid but also a kid who's like amongst grown creatures that are like adults but they're also just as childish as the kid right the kid is almost i don't know more mature than them to a certain degree and like bro like, that movie is intense like emotionally like whoa like and i kind of remembered that it had an aspect of that cuz from before i rewatched it the only scene that i could like vividly remember is the scene where he it's not really a spoiler he bites his mom and he runs away from home mm-hmm. and like dude that whole scene and like the build up to it have you seen the movie yeah i have <laughs> a long time ago i got to revisit it yeah are you sure but like bro, there's like this one scene before he runs away and dude the build up to it is just it's so genuine like it feels like it's it doesn't feel like it feels like so real like like the real way that like a mo- mo- and like I'm pretty sure it's a single mother or yeah it's like a single mother dealing with a child and the child is like frustrated because of, of she's dating or something and he's being very rebellious and like like you just see him like act in like this like moment of rage and bite his mom and then run away and then and then he he's like out in this far away land and all he could think about is like how that and like all i could think about as a kid was like what if he never sees his mom again like yeah. that's the interaction that he's going to have with his mom like that killed me when i was a kid and it's still so potent now but like and then there's some other some other like really cool imagery like at the start of the movie the the little kid is like playing or not really playing he's like his mom is working at a desk like in a home office mm-hmm. just like a home desk and her chair and he's like under he's they show him like under the chair sort of like looking up at the bottom of the chair and like just like touching things and just like listening to his mom but like just there out of like just being bored and like wanting some company while his mom is working and like it, it it really connected with me because like I have so many memories of just being under my mom and my dad's chair while they were working <laughs> staring at the like literally just like looking up at the bottom of a chair and like looking at every little aspect of the chair like I remember my my parents chair had like a certain like brown fabric and then at the bottom the fabric was stapled to the wood and I would touch the staples and like I don't know like not like thinking about it yeah like I'm sure a lot of kids like have been under their parents desk and played it like seeing it visually in a movie like sort of so naturally like I was like I don't know like Spike just really Spike I also just recommend anybody who's listening to look into him he's the guy who like wrote and directed her the movie um with Joaquin Phoenix about a guy dating um like a Siri like AI uh, software he's done um he's he's also acted he's, he's he was in Moneyball he had like tiny uh scenes in like Moneyball Wolf of Wall Street he came up actually directing some of like 
like he's one of the most like well he's one of the most prolific like music video creators like he's made some of like the most famous music videos ever for like Kanye, Jay-Z like he made like skateboarding videos like he's sort of been all over the place he's one of the inspirations for Casey Neistat so like like, I don't know. Not not to say that without Spike Jones, there's no Casey Neistat. But like, <laughs> without Spike Jones, there isn't the Casey Neistat that we know. You know, so it's like he's just been like a very influential person. So he's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, sorry, went on off on a tangent there. But, um, Thank you, everybody, for joining us on Let's Talk. Um, uh, I hope I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you resonated with it a little bit. And I'm going to pass it off to Easy for his final remarks. Yeah, um, just, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you in the next episode of Let's Talk. <laughs> Let's Talk.